went again. What's up, Packer fans? Welcome to another episode of Cheesehead Talk, the podcast. I'm Tremel Jeffers, a.k.a. the Cheesehead. The NFL regular season is finally over, and the Packers took care of business. They won the NFC North back in Week 13 with four games left to play. They locked up the number one seed, the NFC, in Week 17, and they finished with the best record in the NFC at 13-3 with the first round bye to start the playoffs. So we took care of business in the regular season. Now it's time to handle business in the playoffs. And our first playoff opponent this year will be the Los Angeles Rams. So the road to Tampa Bay in February starts against the Los Angeles Rams at home at Lambeau Field. It's playoff time. It's time to buckle down. It's time to get serious. It's win or go home. And it's time to bring that Vince Lombardi trophy back to Green Bay where it belongs. It's been a drought, man. The last time we won the Super Bowl was 10 years ago. I was in the sixth grade the last time we won the Super Bowl. Now I'm 21 years old in my last semester in college. I've waited long enough. Packer fans have waited long enough. It's time. This is the year to win the Super Bowl. But that's another conversation for another episode. We'll talk about that more on the next episode when we discuss the Packers versus Rams matchup. But to pretty much sum up the 2020 regular season for the Packers, all I can say is it doesn't get any better than what it was. If you've been following me since May, you know the very first episode that I recorded back in May. The title of that episode was, Is It Too Early to Panic? And to answer that question here in January 2021, the answer is yes. It was way too early to panic. Way too early. And if you remember on that episode, I stated this Packers team is not a championship contender. They're probably the sixth or seventh best team in the conference. Maybe they'll take the fourth seed because they'll win their division. But this team does not have championship aspirations. I was just so frustrated with the organization because they didn't give Aaron Rodgers help on the offensive side during the draft and during free agency. They didn't improve their defense in the draft or in free agency. So I just didn't see this team winning the Super Bowl this year. And boy, was I wrong. Here we are, 13-3, and the number one seed, a first round bye to start the playoffs. And potentially, the NFL's MVP. My favorite player is probably going to win MVP. So like I said, it doesn't get any better than that. I really did enjoy this 2020 regular season. I really did. And I just hope and pray that we can continue that momentum going into the postseason this year. But today, I'm going to be giving out my 2020 regular season awards for the Green Bay Packers. And I started this award show last year after the 2019 regular season. If you want to check that episode out, you can go find that on YouTube at Cheesehead Talk. I haven't been on YouTube in a long, long time. But if you want to listen to it, you want to watch it, it's on YouTube once again at Cheesehead Talk. But this is my second year doing this award show. And I have seven awards to give out to seven different Green Bay Packers. These are my personal awards from the 2020 regular season. But before we get into the awards, I want to talk about something that is not talked about enough. 
And that is the sacrifice that these NFL players have made this season. Now, we all know what's going on in the world today with the pandemic. You got COVID-19, you got the coronavirus, whatever you want to call it. This has really changed things greatly for everyone around America and around the world. Everyone. And it's the same for the NFL players. So let's step into their shoes for a quick second. Let's put on their shoes for a quick second and see what they had to go through. And before the season started, the players in the NFL had an option to either opt into their contract and play in 2020 or opt out and sit out for the 2020 season. And the majority of the players would opt in and come back and play. We did have a handful who sat out and opted out. But the majority of the players returned this year and decided to play. So they took a big sacrifice in 2020. And these are some of the things they weren't able to do this year. They weren't able to go out to the club and have fun like they normally would before a game. They weren't able to go out to eat at a restaurant like you normally would on a regular basis. They weren't able to gather with their families for the holidays. No Thanksgiving gatherings, no Christmas gatherings, no New Year's gatherings. Couldn't even celebrate birthday parties like you wanted to. All because of the pandemic. So these guys were pretty much on lockdown. And I think the NFL did a great job of handling COVID-19 this year. We finished the regular season on time, like it was a regular year. None of the games got canceled. We saw a couple games get rescheduled, but that really didn't alter much. So I think the NFL did a very good job of handling it. And the Green Bay Packers as well. The Green Bay Packers did a fantastic job of handling COVID-19. I think we only had a couple of cases and that happened, I think, in week eight, week nine, week 10. Whenever we played San Francisco, that's when we had it. And I think A.J. Dillon was probably the only player that had COVID-19 on this Packers team. So the Packers did an excellent job of preventing COVID-19 in their facility in the regular season. So let's hope and let's pray that can continue in the postseason. We have one more month of football. One more month. We're going to be playing in the Super Bowl in February. So we have one month to continue to follow the protocols and stay disciplined. But that's just something that I want to get off my chest. I just feel like the sacrifice that these NFL players have made this season has really gone unappreciated. So I just want to say thank you to all the NFL players who played this year, who opted in their contracts and made this big sacrifice this season. I just want to say thank you. I really do appreciate you all. But let's get into the award show, the 2020 Green Bay Packer regular season award show. And let's start with the very first award. And this award is called the Most Disappointing Packer Award. And last year's winner was the wide receiver Geronimo Allison. He is no longer on the Green Bay Packers roster. Thank God. I mean, this guy couldn't catch a cold. You could put him in a room full of people with COVID and he wouldn't even catch COVID. That's how bad Geronimo Allison was in 2019 and this year's award goes to Preston Smith now this doesn't mean that Preston Smith is the worst Packer because that is certainly not the case but he was the most disappointing Packer in 2020 and you just look at what he did in 2019 he came in with Zadarius Smith and he changed the culture immediately if you paid attention to Packer games in the past in the previous years wasn't a lot of celebrating going on. It was just bland and boring. But Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith, they both came in. They signed as free agents. 
and they change this culture immediately. You see the celebrations after the sacks. You see the team celebrations after turnovers. You see the team celebrations after touchdowns. And a lot of this has to do with Preston Smith. He is a big part of that. And he also performed very, very well in 2019. He played at a Pro Bowl level in 2019. And we're going to compare his statistics from 2019 to 2020. And it's a big drop off in every single statistical category. 2019, Preston Smith had 56 tackles. That decreased by 14 in 2020 to 42 tackles. Then the tackles for a loss category, he had 11 in 2019, and that dropped by four in 2020 to seven tackles for a loss. And then the quarterback hit statistic. He had 23 quarterback hits in 2019, and that dropped more than half in 2020. He only had 11 quarterback hits this season. And then the sack production dropped drastically. He had 12 sacks in 2019, and that dropped all the way to four sacks in 2020. So Preston Smith was not the same player he was in 2019. He was very disappointing this year. He got off to a very, very rough start. He took him a while to get going. He got it going towards the end of the season. But, man, those first 10 to 12 weeks of the season, he was absent. He was out there doing completely nothing. He wasn't stopping the run. He wasn't getting pressure on quarterbacks. He wasn't getting sacks. He wasn't doing anything. He was a big disappointment this season. And a lot of people questioned his effort on the field. I don't know if it was an effort thing or what. I don't know what was going on with Preston Smith, but he did not perform in 2020. And it's a possibility that the Packers can release Preston Smith this upcoming offseason. It is a big possibility to shave off cap space. We're negative 40 in the cap space right now. And releasing Preston Smith would help our cap space situation. But Preston Smith pretty much controls his destiny right now with a roster spot on his Packers team. It's all up to him in the playoffs. He's going to have to bring it in the playoffs. And he's going to have to redeem himself if he wants to return in 2021. But like I said, Preston Smith, he gets the most disappointing Packer award for 2020. He just did not perform up to his standards. And the next award that we have is the Most Improved Packer Award. And this is a new award that I added this year strictly because this guy just performed too well not to win anything. So I had to give him something. And Robert Tunyon is your Most Improved Packer in 2020. And you just look at his statistics from 2019 to 2020. Let's compare it. 10 catches in 2019 to 52 catches in 2020. So a 42-catch increase in 2020. And then the receiving yards. He had 100 receiving yards in 2019. That jumped all the way to 586 receiving yards in 2020. So an increase of 486 receiving yards this year. And then the touchdowns went up drastically. He had one touchdown in 2019. That went up to 11 touchdowns in 2020. Robert Tunyon was spectacular in 2020. No drops, and he caught 88% of his passes. And coming into the season, everybody expected Jay Sternberger to be tight end number one. Nobody really expected Robert Tunyon to be tight end number one. But from week one, 
he was the starting tight end and he did not disappoint this season. He should have been a pro bowler. He got snubbed from the pro bowl. There is no way that Evan Ingram should have made the pro bowl over Jay Sternberger. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Please help me understand how Evan Ingram made the pro bowl over Jay Sternberger. But that's another conversation for another day. And another accomplishment that Robert Tunyon got this season was tying the franchise record by a Packers tight end for the most touchdown catches in the season. He tied Paul Kaufman, who held the record back in 1983. So now he is tied with Paul Kaufman for the most touchdown receptions by a tight end as a Packer. So congratulations to Robert Tunyon. He is your most improved Packer in 2020. Now, the next award that we have is the Rookie of the Year. And this year's winner of this award is Chris Barnes. Chris Barnes is your Rookie of the Year for the Green Bay Packers in 2020. And I did not see this coming at all. Like I said, if you listen to me all the way back in May, I complained about how this team had no middle linebackers, no defensive line, pretty much no improvement on the defense this offseason. And Chris Barnes, he came in as an undrafted rookie free agent, and he did not disappoint at all. He finished the season with 80 tackles, five tackles for a loss, and one forced fumble. He did this in limited snaps. He didn't even start every game this season. Limited snaps, and he finished the season with 80 tackles. Chris Barnes really impressed me this season. He was diagnosing plays. He recognized plays, diagnosing the screen plays, blowing it up all over the field, flying, making tackles. He was doing it all, man. Chris Barnes really impressed me. Like I said, I didn't see it coming. He has a very bright future in his league, and I'm very excited to see what he's going to do in his future as a Green Bay Packer. So congratulations to Chris Barnes. He is the Green Bay Packer 2020 Rookie of the Year. Now, our next award is the Defensive Player of the Year Award. Now, last year's winner of this award was Darius Smith. He had an all-pro caliber season last year. He should have been second-team all-pro, in my opinion. I think he got snubbed. But he was the winner of this award last year. He finished the season with 13 and a half sacks. He led the NFL in quarterback pressures. He was just fantastic last year. He was your winner last year, but this year, it's a new guy in town. Jair Alexander is your Defensive Player of the Year for the Green Bay Packers. And when you talk about Jair Alexander, he better be in your top 10 cornerback list, at least in your top 10. If he's not in your top 10 cornerback list, I don't even want to talk football with you. I don't even want to talk sports with you because it just makes no sense. Jair Alexander is a top five corner in this league, and he proved that in 2020. He made the second team All-Pro this year. You could have made an argument that he was first team All-Pro, replacing him with Jalen Ramsey. But I'm not too mad at it. If you compare the statistics and you look at the eye tests with Jalen Ramsey and Jair Alexander, it's pretty much identical. So it was a toss-up between either one of them. But Jair Alexander would have got my vote for first team All-Pro simply because I'm a Packer fan. So I would be biased when it comes to that voting. But man, what a spectacular season Jair Alexander had this year. He only allowed 35 catches in 563 passing snaps. 35 catches 
in 563 passing snaps. That's ridiculous. And when quarterbacks targeted him, they only averaged five yards per attempt when they targeted him. So when they threw the ball towards Jair Alexander, they're throwing short passes, screen passes, dump down passes, check down passes. You're not looking to go deep when you're going against Jair Alexander. So if you're running a deep route on Alexander, the quarterback's not even looking his way because he has that on lockdown. Jair Alexander was a complete shutdown corner in 2020. He only finished the season with one penalty. One penalty in 16 games. That just shows you how great Jair Alexander was in 2020. And he's going to be an all-pro talent. For many, many more years to come. I'm so proud of what he's become. He just continues to grow and he continues to blossom every single year. And he's going to be the best corner in the league. So congratulations to Jair Alexander. He is the Green Bay Packers 2020 Defensive Player of the Year. Now the next award that we have is the Offensive Player of the Year Award. And last year's award winner was Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones was fantastic last year. He finished the year with 21 total touchdowns in the playoffs and in the regular season combined. He led the league in touchdowns. He had over 1,000 yards. He averaged almost five yards per carry. And he was a big part of this Packers offense last year. So he was your award winner last year. But in 2020, this year's winner of the Offensive Player of the Year for the Green Bay Packers is Devontae Adams. Man, I could talk about this guy all day long. When you talk about Devontae Adams, he better be in your top five at least. At least in your top five. He's probably number one for me. He's a top three receiver for sure. But man, when you talk about greatness, you're talking about Devontae Adams. What a season this guy had this year. 115 catches, 1,374 yards, and the league-leading 18 touchdowns (laughs) and he caught 77 percent of his passes all of this happened in 13 and a half games he missed two and a half games this year and he still posted these numbers he was still top five in catches still top five in yards still led the league in touchdowns it doesn't get any better than that and that's why Devontae Adams finished first team all pro And he made a little bit of history this year as well, franchise history and NFL history. He had the most catches by a Packer receiver in a single season. He passed the great Sterling Sharp. So now he is your leader in most catches in a single season for the Packers. He also tied the most receiving touchdowns in franchise history with, again, the great Sterling Sharp. And last but not least, He was the first player in NFL history with 100 receptions and 18 touchdowns in a single season. No other receiver has done that but Devontae Adams. And like I said, he only did this in 13 and a half games. Imagine if he didn't miss those two and a half games. His statistics are probably looking like 140 catches, 17, 1,800 yards, 22, 23 touchdowns. Who knows? He probably would have broke... The touchdown record. So once again, what a fantastic season by Devontae Adams. He's my favorite receiver in the game, and it's just a joy to watch him every single Sunday. He is the Green Bay Packers 2020 Offensive Player of the Year. Congratulations to Devontae Adams. 
Now, the next award that we have is probably the biggest of them all. And that's the MVP award for the Green Bay Packers. And last year's award winner was Aaron Jones. He won Offensive Player of the Year and he won Team MVP. So this year we have a new award winner. And you all know who it is. It's no surprise. He's most likely the league's MVP and he is the Green Bay Packers MVP. And that is the greatest quarterback to ever play the game of football. Yes, I said it. The greatest to ever play the game of football, Aaron Rodgers. Man, if you would have told me Aaron Rodgers was going to win another MVP, he was going to lead the league in touchdowns, completion percentage, passer rating, quarterback rating, interception percentage, I wouldn't have believed you. I would have thought you were living in 2014 or something. I wouldn't even give you the time of the day. I probably would have ignored you. I wouldn't believe you at all. And man, I really thought Aaron Rodgers was on the decline. I really did. I was I was hurt by it. I thought we saw the end of the great Aaron Rodgers. I thought his prime was pretty much up. He, I don't think he's still in his prime, but he's still a fantastic quarterback. He proved me wrong in 2020. He just came out there, pretty much won the MVP, finished with 4,299 yards, a league leading 48 touchdowns. That's a career high for him. And only five interceptions. And he also had a career high 71% completion percentage. With his second best passer rating of his career at 121.5. Man, when things were looking bad for Rodgers, it looked like he was on a decline. It looked like the organization was trying to get rid of him. He comes in 2020 and he does this. My favorite player of all time. He comes in. He has another phenomenal season at 37 years old. I mean, it just doesn't get any better than that. He came in 2020. He changed his game up. He got rid of the ball quicker. He took the check downs. He was pinpoint accurate on pretty much every throw. He got more comfortable with this offense. And I think the drafting of Jordan Love filled the fire a little bit. I think them drafting the quarterback in the first round gave him some more motivation and the organization not drafting any wide receivers, and not really giving him any help in the offseason. I think all of this had to do with the play of Aaron Rodgers in 2020. And man, was he fantastic. Another vintage Aaron Rodgers season, another MVP season from Aaron Rodgers. I can talk about this guy all day long. Aaron Rodgers is your 2020 Green Bay Packer MVP, and he will most likely be the 2020 NFL League MVP. Congratulations to Aaron Rodgers. Now, we got one more award to give out, and this is another award that I added in here, and it's the Coach of the Year Award. I think Matt LaFleur definitely deserves some Coach of the Year recognition. Now, he's not number one on my list. I have Sean Payton at number one on my list simply because Sean Payton has only played with his full team for only eight quarters this season. Only eight quarters with his full team this year, and they still finished 12-4 and four with the second seed in the NFC. So I think Sean Payton deserves Coach of the Year. But if I had to go to the NFL committee, if I had to go to court and plead my case for Matt LaFleur, here it is, man. This is why Coach Matt LaFleur deserves to be Coach of the Year. 
A lot of people say, oh, he has Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he's supposed to do that. But he's the reason why Aaron Rodgers had an MVP season in 2020. He revived Aaron Rodgers' game this year. He made Aaron Rodgers get rid of the ball quicker. He got rid of the plays that wasn't working in 2019. He added some new stuff. He made everything comfortable for Aaron Rodgers this year. And Matt LaFleur deserves a lot of credit for that. He finished the season 13-3 and with the number one seed. And everyone wrote him off this offseason, including myself. Everybody wrote him off. Nobody gave the Packers a chance this offseason. Nobody. Nobody. Nobody saw this team being a championship contender. Nobody. And here he is, 26-6 in his first two seasons as the Packers head coach. I think that's second all-time in the first 32 games of a coach's career. So Matt LaFleur is really underrated. He's really underappreciated around the NFL. And it's just ludicrous that this guy wasn't even on the Coach of the Year poll on the NFL page on Twitter. It just doesn't make any sense to me. How is Matt LaFleur not on the list? How is he not on the poll? Please help me understand that. But once again, Matt LaFleur has been excellent for the second straight year in a row as the Packers head coach. And I think he does deserve the coach of the year. So he gets the award from me. Of course, he's the Packers coach of the year in 2020s. So congratulations to head coach Matt LaFleur. All right, that pretty much wraps up my 2020 regular season awards for the Green Bay Packers. Let's give a quick review real quick of the awards. And the most disappointing award went to Preston Smith. The most improved player went to Robert Tunyon. The rookie of the year went to Chris Barnes. The defensive player of the year went to Jair Alexander. The offensive player of the year went to Devontae Adams. The MVP went to Aaron Rodgers. And the coach of the year went to Matt LaFleur. So those are your award winners. And also, I want to say congratulations to the Green Bay Packers who made the Pro Bowl. I believe we had seven players who made the Pro Bowl. Those guys are Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, David Bakhtiari, Elton Jenkins, Jair Alexander, and Zadarius Smith. We had seven pro bowlers and also six all-pro players. Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, David Bakhtiari, Corey Lindsley, and then Zadarius Smith and Jair Alexander made second-team all-pro. So congratulations to all those guys. Like I said, it was a great 2020 regular season. I really enjoyed it. Let's go win the Super Bowl now. So that concludes this episode. Thank you all for tuning in. Stay tuned for the very next episode. We're going to talk about the Green Bay Packers matchup versus the Los Angeles Rams. So stay tuned for that. And remember, go Pack Go. Yeah.